Hey, John, this morning we are talking about questioning comfort and redefining limitation. And the way I think we'll explore that is by looking at the types of comforts to question in the pursuit of a more vibrant life, right? So as we define that, it's going to be one, questioning comfort versus reward and what we value, what's more important. The second type is comfort versus self-identity really challenging who we want to become versus who we are. And the third is comfort in relationships. Are we showing up fully and doing what we need to do? Why is it that I want to be comfortable all the time? <laughs> Why is it that I'm fighting this all the time of how to get to a place that I really enjoy? Is that pushing past limits? Mm -hmm. But I know that that limit is purchased with discomfort. Yeah. It, well, it comes at a price, right? Uh-huh. Uh, it's funny. I woke up this morning for this, and I was like, oh, I'll get to sleep more tonight. <laughs> and in that moment, I was like, that's good enough. Right? And I say that every morning. <laughs> but, then, but then once we're here talking, it's like, thank God I was awake. <laughs> like, what, you know, what would I miss if I was sleeping right now? Instead of this, we had the best conversation this morning. We did. It was, it was like, to me, it was every bit worth the price of admission. Cause I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I got up this morning at 4.30 to get ready to come to our, have our five o'clock. And we, we don't normally do that twice in a week, but that's kind of how it's summer and we have yeah. busy schedules and that's how I had to do it. I'm like, I thought to myself, two in a week, two in a week, really? I have to do this again. You know, that's all because it, it's already hard enough to do once and then twice. And then to get here. I'm like, this better be good. No, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't my attitude, but you know, there's, there's a part of you go like, why am I doing this? this there's truth to it. Like, yeah, it's fair to say that was part of the attitude. Yeah. Yeah. And on one hand, it's like, Oh, it better be good. It's not like that's just on me. But on the other hand, it's like, well, <laughs> we better maximize this because it's coming yeah. at a price. Agreed. You know, like <laughs> we're both tired. We're both thinking about how we could be doing something easier. Yeah. But we can make this something where it's like, thank God we did that. <laughs> you know, and that's the goal. It is. I think because it's uncomfortable, it almost like makes you want to show up. Yeah. Because it's mm -hmm. like, this really sucks in doing this. I'm certainly not going to sit around and do nothing with it. I could be sleeping. So mm -hmm. it better be... <laughs> That'd be worth it. it yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about the example when you're borrowing something versus owning something, uh -huh. the, the way you treat it, yeah. right? Like if you're renting, unfortunately, I think most people don't care for it with the same level of fidelity that they do mm -hmm. and care mm -hmm. once they own it, right? You're like right. If, you, if you own a house, all of a sudden it's like, don't walk on the lawn or whatever <laughs> the thing is, you know, take your shoes off. It's like, you've never had that. Yeah, but I bought this house, you know? Yeah. I'm great. I have a friend who had a really old car. For a long time, and they just bought a new one, and they had friends in the car, and they were like, they had some food, and they were going to start eating it. And she yelled at them. She's like, "What are you doing?" And they're like, "I'm eating." It's like you're not eating this car. Like, that was never a problem before. I was like, "That was before this car." That's right. This is a new car. Yeah, you're not eating it. It's kind of that same thing, right? Like when you have something that costs you a lot, you value it more. Agreed. And you maximize what you can get out of it. I like to get people out of. Because in my line of work, I'm moving people from running to owning all the time. And, and I will tell the guy, especially, um, that this will change you. 
because, and they're like, what do you mean? It's like, when you own something, it changes everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, you will, you're going to do stuff on a Saturday that you never thought, like when you're running, it's, it's all about how to be comfortable Mm -hmm. when you own it. It's all about what can I do to make this better and through it yourself. Yes. That's the joy, right? There are times and I'm just thinking through like, okay, question, comfort, redefining limitation. Well, Mm -hmm. why, why question being comfortable? Because being comfortable is limiting you, right? Mm -hmm. And when you start questioning your comfort, I think it gives me at least the courage to question my character. Yes. Because if I'm questioning, why do I want to sleep in or why do I, you know, sleep's easy, eating unhealthy foods, easy, not exercising. Those are like really taking the easier path on like work or a project or something. Those are like these comfortable things, right? That you're trading what could be for something lesser to avoid the discomfort or pain of investing the energy to have that better level. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, if I start taking those shortcuts, I'm going to start taking shortcuts on how I evaluate myself. I'm going to start taking shortcuts elsewhere. Right. Every, everything in life is a fairly slippery slope. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> we talked about that this morning with how everything we're doing, the decision wise that, uh, you know, getting up early or, or or exercising early or the relationships that we're keeping and how we're really being intentional with those, how that's really changing everything. It has this, mm-hmm. I don't want to say toxic, but toxic has this kind of idea of like it, it affects everything. And in, in some way, in, in, in essence, it, this is what's happening. Like you, you, you're dropping sort of like dye in the water and mm-hmm. it's just dispersing everywhere and everything gets affected by it. And so it's more than a single decision of I'm tired but I'm going to get up anyway. It, it, it's very familiar when everything happens that's uncomfortable, like how, how I'm going to address an argument with somebody, how I'm going to, uh, how I'm going to kiss my wife in the morning, not just passively, but very intentionally, mm-hmm. or how I think about people. It just, everything gets affected. It's pervasive. That's the word. Pervasive. Thank you. I was yeah. like digging in my head, like, I don't want to, it's not negative, it's positive. So pervasive somewhere. (laughs) It it, it just goes through everything, permeates, right? Yes. And and what's interesting is I'm thinking about just life in general. Things progress on each other. Mm -hmm. I'm remembering when Jeremiah was born. He's my first child, right? Mm -hmm. And I was very young when he was born. And there was moments where he had colic and was crying and screaming. I was alone watching him because um, we're balancing a lot. And it took me to my breaking point. I had to like sit on the ground, put my head between my knees, set him next to me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I didn't lose my temper or anything because mm-hmm. I was losing my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I was exhausted, everything else. And it brought me to my breaking point. I just had to breathe until I got back and I could pick him back up and keep going, That's you know, because he needed that. Right. Thankfully, I had the wherewithal to sit down, set him down, not shake him or anything. You know, <laughs> we're talking about real things here. Yeah. Right. Let's not, let's not silver coat, it, yeah. not sugar coat it. So it's like, that was such an experiential thing, but by shouldering up under the responsibility, I owed him, right? Because he didn't choose to be born. I chose to do what it took to make him, right? So he owes me nothing. I owe, I owe him everything. Yeah. Um, by choosing to do the best I could in the moment, it yeah. helped me become better in the next moment. And now, and the reason I laugh about it, it's, it's it, the things build on themselves. Now I have four kids, and after I've never 
had that type of breaking moment with any number of my children from one to four, mm -hmm. aside from just with him. Yeah. Right. And it's not because of him. It's because of me. I was lacking and deficient the skill set and capability to do that. But by continuing to push in, now the skill sets where it's like, well, this is really aggravating, but that's live <laughs> as the four kids are burning the house down. And it's like, that's what we're talking about here though. You know, that's a yeah. tongue in cheek example of like, well, yeah, was that uncomfortable? Yes. Was I running into my own limitations and right. you know, capabilities? Absolutely. But by questioning what is more valuable here, it's like, well, the well-being of my son, yeah. right? In that moment specifically, I was able to redefine what my limit was on capacity to yeah. deal with that stressful situation. You didn't know that you had that in you until the, it was incumbent upon you to do something about your situation right then. Yeah. And like, oh, this is in me. Yeah. I, and, and, I and, break this. yeah. and even then it was just like, a, all right, well, nothing's going to fix it. So let's just take the next step. <laughs> you know, a lot of parents have that, that same narrative where they go, oh yeah, it, my, my second one was way easier. What were they easier? Or did you go through the the baptism of fire of having a first kid for the first time having someone who's completely reliant on you? It, to complement that, was it easier? Or were you just stronger? Right, exactly. You know? I, I get that's what my my wife gets this because, and your wife may get this too. Like, oh my god, four, four kids! Like, how do you do it? Like, how did you how did you how did you go from one to two to three to four? And like, it must be so hard. And it's like for us, we go. You know, how do you get good at being a parent of four kids? You have three kids. Yeah. <laughs> Unless like, you get twins. Yeah. <laughs> you get twins like you, yeah. Then it's like, here we go. Hurry up and get better. But it's, it, I kind of liken it to the example of like swinging through bats, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, you're, think of the baseball player getting ready. The way he is going to really be awesome with one bat as he's swinging those three. And then the one feels like it's lighter. Is it actually lighter? No, you just change your perception mm -hmm. and you kind of told your body, it's like, you're strong enough to do more than this. And now you're going to swing this really hard. And so I, yeah, I think that's the same. Kids are a great example of like burning out the selfishness, the desire to be comfortable. You don't get that luxury if you're really going to show up and do it. That's absolutely correct. And I'm, I'm thinking here about like the so what and what if of this conversation, yes. right? Okay. Because there, there's a really strong point to it. And we're doing this because it's relevant for us right now. Mm -hmm. Right now we're challenging our own limitations in life. Yeah. And that's the reason we want to talk about today. And I think that the fruit of this conversation is that it'll help others also challenge themselves to whatever next level they're working for, right? Yeah. Because we've been talking, like, you already illustrated it, like, oh, we're doing it twice a day, this better be good. You know, I'm, I'm finding that I'm fighting more towards comfortable things because I'm straining myself and I'm feeling the weight of that load that I'm not yet accustomed to. Yeah. You know, so, like, I think on the one hand, we're exploring the idea and the value of why it's worth it. But on the other hand, it's like the actual steps and payoffs of choosing to say no to the easier option, right? Yes. And, and in my mind, there's really two key takeaways that are just jumping into my head, two applications, actually, of this. One is in the moment, mm -hmm. and, in, and the other is not in the future so much as how do you see yourself. Mm -hmm. Because how you see yourself is how you play yourself out, right? Kind of the old adage that like, what you think will become what you say, and what you say will become what you do, and what you do will become who you are. Mm -hmm. The same That's thing, cool. it's like, if I just want to be asleep and I feel tired and I, I feel tired. I feel tired. As I keep thinking that I will embody the lack of motivation, energy 
being exhausted, mm-hmm. right? Because my focus is there. Yeah, I've heard it said, uh, what you think about expands. Ooh, I like that. that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's uh, this like feeling one way and not challenging it will allow it to just take over. It's an enemy at the gate. You know, it's sort of, hey, maybe you should do this. And then you're like, oh, hey, let's have a conversation with this voice. And you'll lose. Mm-hmm. Instead of going, nope. It, it's it's a, it's almost a preemptive strike in your mind. Like, I know at 2 o'clock in the office, I'm going to hit a wall and I'm going to start yawning. And it's that's when I'm going to start to kind of give up on the day. And maybe I should start wrapping up mentally, knowing I have three hours of work left. You know, if you're that, mm-hmm. you know, it, <laughs> I'm sure I'm not alone. There's a reason why there's a four-hour energy drink or whatever that's out there that they... Like, we know you're going to hit a wall and you're not going to want to do this. Okay. So if you know that about, how is, how are you going to change that mentality? How are you going to, when it comes and that voice says, you're tired, you should wrap up, you can coast, no one will know, who cares? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do then? You know, I think this goes back to where are you placing, how are you defining what's valuable? Mm-hmm. Right? Because, because I, I, you know, as we're talking, I'm just thinking about like the kid example I just gave. It's like, well, what was more valuable to me, right? Escaping the situation that was stressing me out, or caring for something that I cared about. Right. And and to it goes back to well, let's define what's valuable, so that we can count the cost and see it's worth it. So okay, so comparing is my rest more important than my push? Correct. Because think about what this morning. It's like, oh, I'm tired. Second time this week. So that we can keep our weekly rhythm. This better be good, right? You're dang right. It better be good. Mm. What's the cost? What's the risk reward analysis here, right? The risk is I don't show up. We don't have an episode mm. and we don't have the, the amazing conversations that we've had this morning, right? Um, you're right. Yeah. So what's more valuable to us? The discomfort of waking up and coming or the conversations and experience that we're living through right now? The, there, that's a t- difficult thing. When we, I feel like I'm suspicious after I did. If I coasted through something and I really didn't challenge myself, um, and it's funny, it's as simple as like having a conversation with someone. Like, did you really show up? Did you really mm-hmm. listen? Have that, or do you walk away having a suspicion? Like, man, that could have been a lot better. Like, I was, I was sleepy, and I let myself be sleepy in that. I have a. Uh, I have a driving motivation on, oh, so that, okay, so they have this, we have this, uh, hike that's, that is the baptism into Colorado Springs life and it's called the incline. Yes. Right? We, we tell visitors about it and they think we're crazy. It's all over, it's over 2,500 steps. I can't remember the exact number. Mm-hmm. It's a one mile hike. That's it. It's one mile. Just under. Just under. Is it just under one mile? I yeah. believe so. Yeah. And it's a, but it's something like a several, or, almost 2000 foot incline or something. It's if I remember that's if I remember correctly, it's like a point. Oh man. It's, it's just about a mile long. Yeah. It's about a mile. up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's stairs. <laughs> it's just stairs. It's, it's just, railroad ties in a mountain face. <laughs> it's just stairs. And it takes someone somewhere between 25 minutes and two hours to do, depending on your, your health level. Yeah. Right? Um, but it is, it's, it's not, it's not just doing it for doing it. sake. it's because it's a mental exercise that I really enjoy it and going up it I, because I've done it before. 
and finished it, mm-hmm. as tired as you are on that thing, there, there's always more in you. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of it, if you're, if you're really thinking about it, you'll go, and you recover and you go, Hey, I have more in me. I left, I, I quit on myself at some point on there and I could have done better. If you're, if you're looking at time, that kind of stuff. I, I think there's a, there's always this challenge of like, Hey, you should pull back. You should coast. Mm-hmm. You should be comfortable right now. You deserve it. And there's a fight. You really have to push back and go, no, I'm not going to be comfortable because I know on the other side of it, I'm going to look back and go, I'm disappointed that I had a limit. I could have, I didn't even hit my limit. Mm -hmm. Why? Why did I pull back? Well, in the, in the benefit also is you get to see the view from the top. You get to look at the steps you just conquered. Yes. And you get the reward of that, that victory, right? Yeah. And it's so funny. I'm, I'm the whole, well, I deserve it, right? I can coast. Um, I text one of my buddies the other night. We had just finished the conversation. I was like, all right, it was four in the afternoon. I was like, I'm already 12 hours of dedicated work in. I've heard a beer, right? Mm-hmm. And I was joking and I wasn't. <laughs> and, um, I wished God he had said no. He, we were that was the end of our conversation. It was suggestive. It never garnered a response. Didn't need one. But I wish he'd just been like, what do you mean? No. Like, I wish he had just said no. Because in my mindset, as I'm thinking about it, I'm saying no. Like, you have more to give. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're giving it in the things that you value, right? Yeah. Maybe you're done for this part of the day on the things you've invested in. You still got the kiddos and the wife downstairs. Why don't you go invest in that now? Yeah. You know? And it's just, it's kind of like, well, if, if you want to do that as part of your festivities and restoration, that's fine. But it's like, do you deserve it? No. Mm-hmm. Of course you don't deserve it. You don't deserve the break. You deserve one breath of fresh air to push into the next thing of value. John, I mean, this is, this is an old, the old axiom is that the, the man gets to come home and kick his feet up and cause I worked all day. Like we're challenging that right now. We're saying you don't deserve anything. Like you worked your eight, nine hours. Good job. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. That's bare minimum in my mind. Like good. You did that one it's check. Underachieving. Yeah. It's under living. Yeah. Yeah. If your day ends at five o'clock, I, I really need you to challenge the rest of the four yeah. or five hours that you have left in the day. What are you going to do with it? Oh, and it comes back to leadership, right? So <clears throat> two, two things here. One, I've wanted to become more and more of a morning person and somehow I'm finding that now I'm waking up consistently between like four and four thirty. And I've realized it's not because I want to wake up at four, four thirty. It's because I'm valuing things that I want to accomplish yes. more than the sleep. Um, mm-hmm. now I could use that justification. Oh, I'm working from four to four or four to five, you know, that's already 12, 13 hours to do the old adage of let's kick my feet up and rest. Mm-hmm. But then I have to think like, well, if I'm a leader, right. For my family, then that's not the right mentality mm-hmm. from the moment. My wife wakes up to the moment she goes to bed, she's tending to issues yes. for the home and for the kids and for our lives. She's working, you know, um, so in my mind, what, I, what I've challenged myself in for a long time and continue to do is like, okay, done with this part of today's work is how I look at the transition from, you know, the office to home. It's like, all right, this part of today's work's done. Now it's time for father-husband mode and homeowner mode, right? So it's it's a transition not to, oh, I'm done for the day, but, oh, it's it's time for me to, not to apply myself to where I'm needed here as a leader. Because guess what? what happens to my family if I don't do my job? They don't eat. 
mm-hmm. right? So um, does that make me special? No. Like, <laughs> that's just what's required of me. Yep. Um, so when I get home, does my wife get to sit back and kick up or is she still working? Right. Right. Uh, if I'm leading, I'm not going to let someone in my home continue to toil because, oh, I had a long day at the office. Which is, like in my mind, when you really think about it, it's just so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? Like, they've been they've been working just as long as you have for the most part. Yeah. More than likely. Yeah. Right. Like if you woke up at the same time, then whoever's in your home has been working the same time unless they're just sitting around. Yep. You don't deserve anything. You no. don't get special treatment. <laughs> you made some money. Okay. <laughs> and you want a participation trophy? I mean, that's yeah. what you're talking about. Like, yeah, that's it. Bare yeah. minimum, all the way. I I think that we're having a we're this is this is an art. We talk about you and I talk about really looking at ourselves first. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not. This feels like I'm. We're pointing at you. That's we're pointing at ourselves. Like this and is, you. This is a yeah. And you. <laughs> we're, we're all we're pretty. We're we're just we just need to realize that this this comfortable voice in our head is competing with greatness you know yeah. i don't feel like doing this i want to do this i want to back off like you're not gonna you're not gonna ever taste the really good stuff of life if you let that voice prevail agree. Mm -hmm. When we were lifting this morning, I heard a a quote in one of the heavy rock songs we were listening to. It's like, (laughs) um, the silver spoon won't be your friend. (laughs) And I loved it, but I want to add to it. It's the silver spoon of entitlement won't be your friend. It will kill you. Uh It will rob you of what you could be. Right? Like, you fatten yourself up with that mentality, and you will beat a version of yourself that is so superior on your deathbed. Mm-hmm. then your life will immediately be filled with regret. Mm. Yeah. I almost want to, well, I need a voice in my head and sometimes I need a, per, I need, sometimes I need a John Mayo or somebody in my, to, to tell me, cause I want to ask you, John, like in the gym of life mm-hmm. and I'm there and I did, you know, I'm doing my, my set. Yeah. And then I say, is that all I got? Is that, is that everything? Yeah. And you're saying, no, that you have one more. No, you don't. I think I have one more. You said, I know you got five more. Yeah. You know, these are the gym partners that like absolutely make you crush or break ceilings. And, and life should be no different. Is that all you got? Is that everything? Well, the, it, it comes back to, you know, a sound body is good. A sound mind is better, but a sound character. Is the pursuit because it's the sum of the whole. It's mm-hmm. the sum of all the parts, right? Yeah. And the reason that fitness is just a means to an end, right? If we push each other in the gym, then we ought to be pushing each other in life. It's like, yeah. hey, I had this conversation, and this is what I'm saying, and it didn't go how I thought. Did I give it my all? Am I off? And it's like, you did not give it your all. Mm-hmm. You were off. I love you. Let's push into that more. Yeah. Let's fix that. Let's make it something valuable. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, okay. And, and what, what's fun about it is now we're encouraging each other to be better men. And because of that, we're better husbands. And because yeah. of that, we're better fathers. And because of that, we're better serving our yes. community. That's kind of neato in my mind. Uh, John, I love the fact that you could, we could chain challenge how we're, 
looking even at things in the past like that. Mm -hmm. Like we had a conversation about a conversation I had with somebody that I love very much. And the, just what you said, like I don't, I didn't give it my all. What, what, what could have happened and didn't. And I'm glad is I could have come to you and said, Hey, I need to be validated in everything I did. Mm. What, let me tell you what I said. And then, and then I do this, you know, mean voice and then they said and it's very gossipy right yeah we've all fallen into the trap of that like oh yeah man you know gosh they're way wrong oh and and you just crucify the person and really the story isn't right anyway it's weighted heavily on whatever you did but that didn't happen Mm -hmm. was me saying hey i said this am i off and you said yeah this is how you sound to me and then when i heard it i go oh well, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that really what I sounded like? And then that's an uncomfortable conversation. No, it's, that's really challenging uh, whether or not I, I'm doing something correctly. And then it feels very off-putting because now I realize there's a deficiency. Now I got to work on it. Yep. But because of that, you're helping me find a new limit. Like I, I kind of hit, I found a limit in my insufficiency. Mm-hmm. And go, okay, we're going to do it differently now. We're going to push past that. 100%. And looking at that, so we've talked about three types of comfort to question so that we can live more vibrant lives, right? That's the premise here. One was uh, in the trade-offs we're making with ourselves Mm -hmm. to avoid discomfort for something of greater value. So you have to define your value. The second one is how you continue to have that internal dialogue will shape how you see yourself. Yeah. You know, the way you put it is what you think about expands mm-hmm. until it is you. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then the third one is even conversationally, relationally, right. Having those uh, constructive conversations that analyze a situation you're just in so that you can learn from it be better. Right. Helps you then to engage on that emotional intelligence and relational. Level, right. So there's three there. The, the only other thing I can think of, before we wrap this bad boy up is what type of comfort or what type of discomfort should you challenge? Mm -hmm. Right. Or when should you pursue a better alternative to what you're experiencing? And and I think that um, if you're in pain for no reason, right. Right. Like if it's not benefiting you in any way, then um, don't increase your pain tolerance, (laughs) address it. Right. That's good. You know, that's good because I don't mind being in pain if it's for a trade off. Yeah, but if I'm in pain for no reason, I have an issue, and I may need to create an ending, yep. and a hard stop, or something like that, right? But I shouldn't just increase my pain tolerance yeah. to avoid the. And this word comes back to question comfort to avoid the discomfort of changing the circumstances. <laughs> so exactly. now we're full circle. Exactly. That's great. Thanks for wrapping that up, man. How fun <laughs> is that? that? We have a nervous system for a reason, mm-hmm. and it tells you the difference between pain and you're just tired. And, and I think the reason most people stay in unhealthy, painful situations is because of how uncomfortable it may be for them to challenge either their identity or the relationships yeah. that would cause them to get to a healthier place where they're making a good trade-off between discomfort and value. Yeah. And that's that's the other the other place to, to challenge your comfort level on, huh? Exactly. We want to pull that burden off so you can find the other side where the true limit, true freedom exists.